Over the years, the world of sport has been rocked by so many doping scandals that it's, it's hard to keep track of them all. I mean, the biggest one in recent memory was probably the revelation that Lance Armstrong used performance-enhancing drugs in at least some of his seven Tour de France victories. But virtually every sport has had athletes found to be using PEDs to get an edge on the competition. Uh, there's been multiple Major League Baseball scandals. The entire nation of Russia was banned from the Olympics over it. And basically, as long as modern athletics and modern medicine have coexisted, athletes have been doping. The reasons doping isn't allowed are pretty obvious. We expect athletic ability to accurately reflect the skills and training of the athlete. And it's not fair for some athletes to have chemical assistance when others went the natural route. We also don't want to see athletes drop dead mid-competition. That would be bad. Something That's actually something that happened multiple times back when just basic amphetamines were the PED of choice. But on the other hand, imagine how many more home runs Barry Bonds could have hit if he didn't have to worry about his test results. So many more dingers. PEDs might not be fair, but watching athletes on PEDs achieve athletic milestones is at the very least entertaining. You can't argue with that. Just because Lance Armstrong was juicing doesn't mean his wins weren't fun to watch. And according to the multiple documentaries that have come out since, juicing meant you were actually competitive in the sport because everybody was doing Everybody's it. Everybody's doing it. Yeah. So yeah, for years people have wondered, what would happen if we just created a separate category of athletics where anything goes in terms of what the athletes put in their bodies? After all, if everyone's juicing, the playing field is once again level. And the best Vikings ever been. And victory is once again actually skill-based mm -hmm. because everyone is on the same level chemically. Um, yeah, and we're talking about the skills not just of the athlete, but the skills of that athlete's uh, medical team. Yes. Uh, so would that be so crazy? I mean, obviously none of the existing athletic commissions would ever allow such innovation. But one wealthy man is on a quest to disrupt traditional sports by launching what he is calling the Enhanced Games. Cool. Is that Vince McMahon? Is that man Vince McMahon? No, this is a younger man. Okay, cool. Uh, here's the Guardian. An Olympic-styled competition for drug-taking athletes is being launched by an Australian entrepreneur. Melbourne-born, London-based businessman Aaron D'Souza is the president of Enhanced Games, a coalition of athletes, doctors, and scientists. He plans to stage the inaugural games of no drug testing in December next year, with two high-profile Australian athletes among those expressing interest. The competition is challenging the Olympic Games model, which he says is broken. The IOC, International Olympic Committee, has effectively been a one-party state running the world of sport for a hundred years, D'Souza told AAP. And now the opposition party is here. We are ready for a fight. I know they're going to play dirty. I know they're going to threaten us. But ultimately, we know that we are morally correct. Five sports categories, track and field, swimming, weightlifting, gymnastics, and combat sports will be on the program of the Enhanced Games to be held annually. Yeah, be, and that Olympics, every four years. The yeah. Enhanced Games, every year, baby. That's because the career's going to be a lot shorter. Well, we'll see about that. Mm -hmm. This is all kind of an experiment. Yes, it is. Uh, so D'Souza explains his motivations further, saying, Athletes are adults, and they have a right to do with their body what they wish. My body, my choice. Your body, your choice. And no government... No paternalistic sports federation should be making those decisions for athletes, particularly around products that are FDA-regulated and approved. 
It's not just a question of can we break the nine second 100 meter. I am sure we will. I want to see a 40, 50, 60 year old break world records because performance medicine is the rod to anti-aging. It's the root to the fountain of youth. Nothing will improve the productivity of our society more than preventing aging. It sounds like science fiction now, but we live in the future. Look at the rise of artificial intelligence and other technologies. And the reason why anti-aging has been so stymied in the scientific community is because hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayer money around the world is going to fund anti-science authorities, i.e. WADA, USADA, Sports Integrity Australia, whose job it is to stop scientific progress. The reality is that the IOC and WADA have created an unsafe system which has forced the use of performance enhancements underground. Okay, so this is starting to be become more clear here. D'Souza isn't a Silicon Valley guy in the geographical sense, but he's got that Silicon Valley spirit. He's a venture capitalist, a tech entrepreneur, and an associate of Peter Thiel. And like Peter Thiel and many other Silicon Valley types, D'Souza wants to live forever and sees anti-doping rules as a major roadblock to eternal life. Instead of banning all these performance-enhancing substances, we should be using athletes as guinea pigs to test their effectiveness at preventing aging and everything else in the general population. Yeah. If they athlete, want it, we want it. And if they die out there on the on the field, well, okay, we won't use that That's one. science, baby. Yeah. That's experimentation. That's the scientific method. Exactly. Emphasis on the math. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, he's almost on to something here. The problem is actually getting enhanced athletes on board to compete. And so far... He has gotten three former Olympians to endorse the idea, but they're all still very cagey about whether they themselves would participate in such an event the way D'Souza is pitching it, uh, i.e. while enhanced. Yeah, he's got people saying like, hey, uh, you know, it's, I, 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 you know, I support it as an ally, obviously. Obviously, I would only compete all natural, and the accusations against me are completely false, but mm -hmm. like, hey, let's... Let him give it a shot. And sure, I would compete in it, but I wouldn't do any steroids. I'd do it natural just to just, you know, for a little bit of variety, you know? The He's right about this being uh, underground because this has been happening underground for decades. Uh, I, I, I recently read the book Re Ringmaster about Vince McMahon and the WWE. Right. And But that's not I mean it's 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 not athletics in the Traditional it's sense, not, it's but not competitive it pushes their athletic. body past a level that is healthy yeah. in a sense that uh, does irreparable harm to the human body. Yeah, but hey, listen, Vince McMahon might have forced uh, hundreds of athletes to uh, poison their bodies with uh, performance-enhancing drugs, but at least he provided them with free, robust health care plans oh, yes. for uh, the effects of that on their body later in life. He did that, right? He wouldn't just leave these people out to dry to fend for themselves. <laughs> he wouldn't do that, right? That would be... He did? What? De that would be demonic. <laughs> yeah, that would be just fucking evil. Yeah, there's also a 30, 30 uh, for 30 that's uh, currently airing about the American gladiators. Same shit. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, in some cases, worse, because they were more of like a, a faceless kind of gladiator thing. It yeah. wasn't as, as big of a reliance well, the on... The American gladiators, like, I mean, those people, they were athletic, but the athleticism was not the primary... Uh, criteria. The, the primary criteria was how good they looked with some bronzer and some oil True. under some hot lights. There's a... Uh, we heard a lot of people for entertainment. In the, we know. do, don't we? But now, 
Uh, now we now can do it's their it for, choice. Now we can do it for science. They're, it's their choice. Yeah. It's perfectly on board. And uh, now, that, because they're aware of the risks, they can make the choice to do it or not. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Re- do you want to be the best you can be? Be all that you can be. Yeah. So yeah, regardless of whether this even happens, and I have my doubts, but <laughs> uh, easily the most entertaining aspect of this is D'Souza's decision to frame steroid use as a social justice issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told the Guardian. I'm a gay man, and so much about building this movement makes me think about the history and acceptance of LGBT people in the wider community. Think back 50 years ago. Being a gay man was like being enhanced today. It's stigmatized. It's marginalized. It's illegal in some senses. What changed? Well, pride happened. A movement of people. A revolution of people who rallied around an idea of acceptance. So yeah, doing steroids has gone woke. From That's, the sounds of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that quote is really just the tip of the iceberg because if you head over to the Enhanced Games official website, there is a page on there for um, enhanced inclusive language. And it is a real doozy. Um, for example, here's the colonialist origins of doping. Steeped in racial prejudice, doping and its variations are harmful words wielded by sports federations to keep athletes from embracing science. The term originates from the colonialist Dutch forces description of the performance enhancements used by the defending West African tribes. The word was soon used to describe the medical enhancements given to horses before being weaponized against the black population in the 1980s war on drugs. Today, black athletes are disproportionately accused of doping. Doping is a colonialist slur that reeks of symbolic and historic violence against both the black and enhanced populations and needs to be removed from our vocabulary. Wow. Uh, I'm learning so much. So yeah, doping doping is a slur, and it's just as offensive as all the other slurs like the N-word or cisgender. <laughs> all of the all slurs. All that. Uh, so yeah, uh, scrolling further down this page, we find an inclusive language guide that honestly reads like some sort of right-wing parody of LGBTQ inclusive language. Being enhanced isn't a preference or a lifestyle choice. When we talk about science and being enhanced, we're not talking about preferences or choices or value judgments. We're just talking about how people are. <laughs> then it I was born this way. Mm-hmm. That's the theme song of the enhanced games. I was not born this way. Anyway, here's more. Don't assume a person is not enhanced. Don't assume that everyone is natural. That is, they don't use science to enhance themselves. Or that this is the norm. This profiling devalues the identities and lives of people who identify as enhanced. Avoid using language such as clean athlete or clean competition, as this implies that the process of using science is dirty, which is a hurtful and harmful stereotype. Did you just assume my test results? Yeah. (laughs) Wild. Wild. They get into even more detail after that with a handy guide for how to replace the harmful slurs in your vocabulary. When it comes to the word doping, there is no alternative to such a racist, colonialist slur. But instead of saying unnatural, say enhanced. Instead of clean athlete, say natural athlete. Instead of steroid abuser, say enhanced athlete. Instead of performance enhancing drugs, say performance therapy or performance enhancements. And instead of calling it cheating, call it what it really is. Demonstration of science. (laughs) Sorry, I was just demonstrating science. I'm demonstrating science so hard right now. Well, folks, Pride Month just ended, but it's not too late to give the Pride flag a much-needed update by just slapping a syringe on there, because like with their LGBTQ plus comrades, clearly society has a lot of work to do when it comes to accepting the enhanced, who have been discriminated against for far too long. Yeah, I mean, someone you know 
probably is enhanced, but yep. they're too afraid to come out of the uh, come out of the the doctor's office, as they say, yes. uh, and tell you because they're afraid that uh, you'll judge them. Just to loop this back around, it's not the, a phase to the beginning of this story. Uh, Lance Armstrong publicly yeah, he, talked he, about trans athletes he this week. Yeah. He was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to waltz right into this discourse. It's just the latest. As a guy who literally used drugs to enhance yeah, myself. He, he, Lance Armstrong commenting on why it's not fair for trans athletes to compete is just the most unintentionally ironic fucking thing he could possibly do. Yeah. After years of like silence, just and, and it, it really underlines for me just this is just something that people do now. They say it now to get approval yes. from a chunk of society that is obsessed with this shit. Like, it's just, it's it's vice signaling, yes. as they say. Uh, the best response that I saw was, the ball on this guy! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's only got one ball. Yeah, which would mean that he, you know, there was probably a certain amount of testosterone that would have been okay for him to uh, supplement with. Mm-hmm. But he he took it a little further than that. He was he was doing the the Scooby Doo running through the hallways, uh, being chased by the monsters thing, but with like uh, the uh, World Anti Doping Agency. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'd show up at his house and he'd just like slip out the back like Principal Skinner. Yeah, um, yeah, no problem. Just stretching my calves. But yeah, I mean, if if Lance Armstrong, if he had been at his peak today, maybe things could have been different. Maybe he could have been the face of enhancement. That's right. The, the, there's still time. They you know 50s, 60s. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Because apparently, I want to see him bike across the outback. There are drugs, uh, sorry, enhancements uh, that can make even an elderly man perform at uh, you know a a young man's skill level. You know, drugs is too severe of a word. We should replace all drugs with the word enhancements. Yeah, that's. I'm just getting enhanced. I support that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, down to the dispensary and got some enhancements. Oh, I'm feeling pretty enhanced tonight. (laughs) Yeah. But moving on now to um, the sort of news that we would have figured would be no longer coming up at this point. We, the well should be dry, but mm-hmm. it's not. And we're talking about more weird revelations from Donald Trump's term in office as the 45th president of the United States. He's been out of office for over two years, and it seemed like everyone who had worked with him who had some tea to spill had done so by now in a book deal. Mm-hmm. But apparently not. And this latest revelation is absolutely not surprising at all. And it lines up perfectly with previous things Trump has said on the record over the years, going back decades. But it is still very weird and very gross. So here's Newsweek. Former President Donald Trump committed acts of naked sexism and made lewd comments about women, including his own daughter, working in his administration, according to the former aide who in 2018 anonymously published a scathing op-ed about Trump in the New York Times. Miles Taylor, a former chief of staff in the Department of Homeland Security, detailed several incidents of the former president's behavior in his forthcoming book, Blowback, a warning to save democracy from the next Trump, an excerpt of which was attained by Newsweek. Aides said he talked about Ivanka Trump's breasts, her backside, and what it might be like to have sex with her. (coughs) Remarks that once led John Kelly to remind the president that Ivanka was his daughter. Jesus fucking Christ. Taylor writes in Blowback. Afterward, Kelly retold the story to me in visible disgust. Trump, he said, was a very, very evil man, Taylor added. Uh, But yeah, I mean, disgusting, gross, but not surprising at all, especially if you've been following this guy for as long as we have. Um, Trump was a guest on The View way back in 2006 and famously said, with his daughter Ivanka sitting right next to him, quote, 
If Ivanka weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. Too visible discomfort from everyone else in the room. In 2015, he told Rolling Stone, Yeah, she's really something, and what a beauty, that one. If I weren't happily married, and, you know, her father. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Uh, way before that, in 1997, 16-year-old Ivanka was hosting the Miss Teen USA pageant, and Trump asked that year's Miss Universe, Don't you think my daughter's hot? She's hot, right? In 2003, on the Howard Stern Show, Trump said, You know who's one of the great beauties of the world, according to everybody? And I helped create her, Ivanka. My daughter, Ivanka. She's six feet tall. She's got the best body. God. And then a year later, in another appearance, Trump told Howard Stern that it was okay to refer to his daughter as a piece of ass. Just disgusting. Also, the book, a, a warning to stop the next Trump. The next Trump might be Trump Trump. Yeah, it's looking... It's looking like that. Well, the latest cat turd poll clearly indicates that Trump is still on top. Thank you, cat turd. Very cool. Very cool poll. I love these numbers. Give me some cokes in here, please. Cokes. Trump also famously has sexualized his other daughter, Tiffany, appearing on an episode of Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous back in 1994 when Tiffany was a literal baby and responding to the question, what does Tiffany have of yours and what does Tiffany have of Marla's? With, she's a very beautiful baby. (laughs) She's got Marla's legs. We don't know whether or not she's got this part yet, but time will tell. Making a big boobs gesture with his hands while saying that. So yeah, maybe the reason this latest example is just coming out now is because it doesn't really reveal anything new. This guy is a uh, a creep on his own daughters. Yeah, we knew, we knew this. We've known this for um, 25 years. So That's why Tiffany purposefully made herself ugly in order to avoid... Uh, I, I can't remember where I saw this, but like, so apparently Ivanka, like she hasn't been appearing at any of the Trump 2024 events. She seems like she's had enough of that life. She's backing off. So, uh, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was like, Tiffany's like, now's my chance. Now that that bitch is out of the way. I can be the perfect daughter. Yeah, I can be, I can be Trump's favorite daughter. Yeah. I can be his sexual muse. It's like Eric Trump is just waiting for, uh, Don Jr. to die of a heart attack from doing too much uh, Doctor-prescribed doctor yeah. performance-enhancing drugs. Too enhanced. Yes. Going on Instagram, all all hand, enhanced up. If you want to, we we made this mention six seven years ago. If you want to watch a performance-enhanced sport, esports is right there. Oh yeah, yeah, they're all on fucking Adderall. Absolutely. Which, hey, why I, not? I can see how that would help a lot. Yeah. Um, this was prescribed by a medical doctor. I mean, as and especially like at my age, my my reflexes. They're, they're shit. Yeah. Uh, I should get a uh, Adderall or, you know, I'll take Vyvanse if you got it. But uh, I'll take one of those because my reflexes, my ability to focus on the game. Damn, I'm... look at Elliot's KD. Yeah. <laughs> he must be using some enhancements. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Tiffany's going to swoop in. Eric's going to swoop in. It's literally going to be the worst of the worst. Uh, Tiffany, and... she's so hot. Not as hot as Ivanka, but still pretty good. Hey, hey here's for number two. Uh Luckily, though, I think the one of the things that was Ivanka was most upset about after the Trump presidency was that she found it difficult, if not impossible, to re-ingratiate herself with New York's high society. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh, wait, wait, you guys don't like All me? All right, guys, I'm back. And like, Who missed? Hey, missed me yet? Uh, yeah. You're banned. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, she was... She was friends with a lot of people who can't, like, just can't be friends with her anymore. Yeah. Like, I guess, like, Hugh Jackman was, like, best buds with uh, 
Ivanka and Jared and uh, Ivanka is not allowed to come to the Music Man on Broadway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same like Alan Dershowitz going to Martha's Vineyard and being like, they 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 don't want me here. What happens? You know who is also cast away from high society, but desperately tries to get back in constantly. It's uh, like the granddaughter of the Sackler uh, dynasty, who's just like. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my oh, so granddad. So my family killed a bunch of people. <laughs> my, we, so my family killed like a half a million people. Yeah, we did a little American Holocaust. I didn't do that. Let me in. Did I benefit from it? And that's the reason I have the career I have? Uh, yeah. That was uh, one of them. One of the granddaughters or daughters did like a huge like HBO documentary. And everyone was just like, yo, what the fuck? Probably get, just lay low. Get the chisel out and knock that Sackler name off of the wing down at the museum. Uh, it's yeah. getting some bad vibes. But uh, anyways, apparently Trump's sexist comments, they weren't just directed as, at his daughter, obviously. And the book includes various other incidents involving female White House staffers and cabinet members. But here's our favorite one from the Newsweek coverage. In another instance, Taylor recalled how Trump commented on then-Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders' appearance when he mistakenly thought he saw her standing outside the room during the Oval Office meeting. Whoops! Trump responded when he realized the person was one of his assistants, according to Taylor. I was gonna say, man, Sarah, you've lost some weight. But it's not Sarah, she's still fat as fuck. Oh, <laughs> moo! Would not bang. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, that might fly down there in the south, but uh, no, no, no. But you get it. I thought you were Sarah, who I think is looks like shit. I thought you were her, but you lost a little bit of weight. You're, you're hotter than you her. You look great, though. You're hotter than her. You look better than her. Still wouldn't hit it. Just saying. You're, you're no Ivanka. Whew, anyways, let's move on now to our annual pre-4th of July reminder that, uh, number one, Fireworks are very dangerous, guys. You should be really careful with them. And two, that the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission is our favorite government agency. Uh, the U.S. CPSC has once again released a video demonstrating the dangers of illegal fireworks by rigging up a bunch of mannequins with explosives on the D.C. National Mall and recording the destruction that ensues and posting it online for yes. everyone to enjoy. So don't take our word for it that fireworks can kill you. Just watch this video. I love that their uh, follow-up to this video is these are all based on actual injuries. These yeah, are based which, on real-life scenarios. Is pretty horrific, especially for the one, the one where the mannequin's like holding the uh, mortar over on its his head. head. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that that will kill. Or you. the guy that's looking directly yeah, over it while he's lighting it. Um, fantastic stuff. Not a lot to celebrate this year when it comes to uh, and I feel like it's our a country. I feel like but... it's a couple a couple years where because like the Supreme Court does meet annually this time of year, and they always find a way to uh, really uh, ruin a lot of people's patriotism right before. If you haven't the been following along, uh, uh, affirmative action pff, that's gone. 
discrimination based on, well, I guess, anything. Yeah, you uh, are allowed to discriminate. Yes, you're allowed to discriminate now. <laughs> Hey, there's a there's a lot going oh, on. Yeah, student loans you got to pay those back. Yeah, now. sorry guys, uh, PPP uh, loans that's one thing. Student loans that's another. Yeah, they're they, also, uh, I guess, they're not finished because they're looking at whether or not uh, domestic assault uh, perpetrators can have a couple of guns. Yeah, real gauntlet of uh, regressive policies. We love the Supreme Court, don't we, folks? They're basically gods in robes, and we must abide by their decisions. Bring back Roe v. Wade and abort the court. Abort the court. Abort the court. But before we move into the headlines half of the show, we first got to let you know that this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. And we both drink AG1 by Athletic Greens first thing in the morning because it's not only the easiest way to make sure you're getting all your daily vitamins, it's also great for keeping that gut health in check. You got to keep yeah. regular. You got to keep healthy. AG1 is just one scoop of powder in water and it tastes great and it makes you feel good too. AG1 has all your key health products like multivitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics, and more working together as one. It's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients that deliver benefits like mood, immune system and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. AG1 is daily nutrition made simple. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers all my nutritional bases. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee for me. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com weird. That is drinkag1.com weird. Check it out. And this episode is sponsored by Henson Shaving. If you shave your face, head, or body, you know that cheap razors only lead to nicks, cuts, and irritation. And if you've gotten roped into a razor subscription before, you know that the costs eventually start to really, really add up. And that's why you gotta try Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the International Space Station and Mars Rover, and now they're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more the wobble. The more the wobble, the more the nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem, it's an extension problem. By using aerospace-grade CNC machines, Henson makes metal razors that extend just 0.0013 inches, which is less than the thickness of a human hair. That means a secure and stable blade with a vibration-free shave. And it gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. And that means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. The Henson Razor works with standard dual-edged blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson Razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. And I, I've been wanting to try one of these old-fashioned safety razors for a long time. Yeah. But this one, yeah, it's the perfect mix of that old school style. Yeah, and you with screw new it in. Tech. It uh, has like a almost it's got like a some concave. weight to yeah. it. Yeah, it's a tool. Yeah, and it uh, is a tool. You will respect that tool, and it does an amazing job. And you don't have you know ten razors scraping down your face. Yeah, it's bad. The more blades, one blade is is what you got to do. The more blades you get, the more irritation you're gonna get. And then it's, it's since you're going old school with it, you get out one of those things yeah. and you just whip it up, put it all over your face like you're, you're the done, barber of Seville. When you're done, give yourself a hot towel. That's right. Treat yourself. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit HensonShaving.com slash WeeklyWeird to pick the razor for you and use code WeeklyWeird, all one word, and you'll get two years worth of blades for free with your razor. Just make sure you add them to your cart. 
Follow the instructions, links down below. And uh, really, guys, it's time to bring it old school. It's got weight to it. You're going to feel like a manly man. It's time to return. That's right. And now it's time to return to the news with the <laughs> headlines half of the show yeah. where, um, I mean, I, I wish the script just goes too long. This is the stuff I couldn't fit in it. And yeah, we're going to talk about it. It's the weirdest stuff from the week that's uh, kind of summed up in the headline. Yeah, but, a lot uh, of these aren't really stories, uh, just a headline and maybe a photo. And this first one is a perfect example of that. That's not how you make calamari. Octopus found dead in toilet. And, and yeah, the photo shows an octopus uh, half in and half out of a public toilet at a, I believe, a public park in Indianapolis. And um, Indianapolis? Yeah. Did someone dump it, or was it trying to escape? I don't know. I, I guess either uh, either a prank, or someone was going to barbecue the octopus at the park, and like uh, some, for some reason that didn't happen, and they didn't want to throw it in the trash. And they're like, I'll just flush it down the toilet. It was alive? No, it was dead. Oh. It's a dead octopus. Well, why was it half out? Because that's way they... They couldn't fit it in the toilet, I those guess. Those things are way too smart. You don't want to mess with those. Yeah. Especially desecrating it uh, like that. This is one of the reasons that the ocean is turning on us. Yeah, this is disrespectful. You're going to kill an octopus, one of the most sapient creatures on Earth, and then shove it in a fucking toilet. Mm -hmm. And not even all the way in the toilet, just hanging off the toilet. So that when people go in there, they're like, oh, God, I, I always expect public bathrooms to be disgusting, but this is a, this is a new low. Yeah. Fucking Cthulhu just shit in here. Don't mess with the octopus. The noble, friendly octopus. They can, they're very smart. They're very smart. Yeah. Like There's many documentaries smart. you can watch yeah. about how genius they are. Yeah. If you want to eat some tentacles, get the squid. I don't think they're as smart. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Or just avoid the octopus in general. Yeah. Yeah. Maury Povich to launch at-home paternity test fittingly called The Results Are In. I'm kind of shocked this never yeah. I mean, I guess maybe the technology didn't exist until now. Uh, you're basically doing a 23andMe, but it's for paternity. But So I guess the technology has been around for a while. Uh, Maury hasn't even been on the air for like over a year now. I thought he was dead, but that's Jerry Springer. He's, yeah, Jerry died. R.I.P. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Mm -hmm. Maury is like 85, and he did retire not that long ago. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, this, this is a product, uh, obviously... You know, it's it sells itself. This man made a career the, out of doing on-air paternity tests and announcing the problem. That the results are in. You are the father, or you are not the father. The problem is because of his, historically how Maury has addressed and shown and promoted and entertained with these types of results. Is that you're going to get people recording the results yeah. and like hashtagging it. I'm not father. <laughs> yeah, or just Woo. like people crying or freaking out. Good. Uh, we keep the legacy of Maury alive because yeah. that kind of trash TV, uh, I mean, we still have Wendy. She's weird in her own way. Mm -hmm. But the golden age, back in the 90s, you had Jerry, you had Jenny, you had Maury. Ricky Lake. You had like, yeah, Ricky Lake. You had uh, all, various judges. Um there's a yeah. lot of trash TV Wapner. back then. Remember Wapner? No. Judge Wapner? People's uh, Court. Oh, the People's Court. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, wasn't he... Look, Judge Judy and some other famous judge are married in real life, I, I oh, believe. Well, it's good for them. And she also, she left that show. She was like... There was talk of her getting put on like the Supreme Court or some shit because she's like friends with Trump. <laughs> I mean, Yikes. Yeah. 
she like got another deal where it's like her her show is Judge Judy and now it's like Judy Judges. It's like oh, a way to like yeah. get away with it. But she was, I guess, for the amount of work. Like the hours, she was one of the highest paid people in the entertainment yeah, industry. Yeah, she would film like an entire season in like one sitting. Yeah, and be like, "All right, where's my check for two hundred million dollars?" Yeah. I mean, that's that's the dream. That is the dream. I wish news all happened at once. We would do the same thing here. Yeah, but the news doesn't all happen at once. No, we gotta, gotta stretch it out. Yeah, stretch it out like uh, uh, Miranda sings. Stretch, stretch it out, out that song. Yeah, get it. <laughs> A Delaware city is set to give corporations the right to vote in elections. Wow, how could this go wrong? I love this country. Yeah, isn't we it love great, America. Folks? Yeah, uh, Delaware is a fascinating state. There are more corporations registered in Delaware than people that live in the state of Delaware. Yeah. So it is It is a domestic tax haven, essentially. And now they all get to vote. And uh, yeah, this is taking it even further, being like, yeah, I mean, Delaware is technically a geographical place where people live. Mm-hmm. But... Delaware is more of an idea, and now all of the all of the companies registered in Delaware who've never actually even stepped foot here can now participate in Delaware society. Named after the famous Franklin Delaware Roosevelt. That's right. It's America facts for your Fourth of July. That's party. right. Let everyone know. The, Tell everyone the at the facts. barbecue. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, with all the corporations that operate out of that, yeah. in theory, uh, you would assume that this would be a very, you know. Has uh, the power to dictate a lot of policy. It has pretty bad implications, I would say. I feel like we should be doing the opposite of this instead uh, of giving corporations more of a voice. It's so wild that the only person from Delaware of any real relevance is like Joe Biden. I guess Aubrey Plaza is also from Delaware, but Joe Biden is like our president. Represent has spent his whole career representing the state he of Delaware. He also has a silly middle name, Robinette. Uh, Robinette. But yeah, it's like. I don't know. It's just weird that our president represented fucking Delaware, a yeah. fake state. And that's how that's how he built his career. Uh-huh. Rick Astley performs a surprise set of the Smiths' greatest hits at Glastonbury. And to a resounding uh, applause, yeah. everyone yeah. was like, this solves a very specific yeah, problem. Because you you so the Smiths obviously broke up a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and Morrissey does not he'll occasionally play maybe one or two Smith songs in his set. When I saw him, he played no Smith songs, and I left early because I like some Morrissey songs, but I like a lot more Smith songs than Morrissey songs. I like that Morrissey song about the hamburger. What? There's, it's the the album where he has the Tommy gun. Yeah, oh yeah. And he's just talking about Americans and their hamburgers. Oh yeah. Uh, but the Smiths are great, but they're broken up, and also Morrissey's kind of a piece of shit. Yeah, he's not cool. He makes yeah, he's he's he racist, a- uh, but like. In a real weird way. Yeah. He's like, the Chinese are subhuman. Like, what? Excuse well, because because uh, they eat a lot of weird animals. Okay. Yeah, he's very militant vegan. Uh, also, like, a total, like, prima donna when it comes yeah. to performance. So, Rick Astley, Astley beloved uh, by all. Yeah, who, uh, who honestly, like, I mean, he has... An one, amazing voice, He too. has one big hit. No one's going to the Rick Astley show to see anything except for Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah. But he's a talented singer. He is friends with Morrissey. I guess Morrissey is like okay with this. Great. And uh, yeah, he won't be for long when Rick Astley makes a whole second career out of it. I mean, he—I guess he's done this like a couple times actually before. But Glastonbury was the biggest example. But uh, there's videos of it, and it's like, yeah, they kind of killed it. Like he doesn't have Morrissey has a very distinctive voice, and Rick Astley has a great voice, but it's not Morrissey's voice, so it, it, you don't get the full effect. But it's like this would be awesome. 
Yeah. This would be the closest you'd ever get to actually seeing the Smiths perform live. So I think I it's a great it. idea. I yeah. think they should at least tour to Los Angeles, California. And doing it as a surprise, that's the ultimate Rick roll. Yes. Yeah. It's it's honestly it's great. And I love I love that it solves a problem. Yeah. Everyone wants to see the Smiths. Not everyone wants to deal with Morrissey. Boom. We've, uh, Did he have any members of the Smiths? No, he played with some other, like indie band. Uh, oh. Yeah, they, they did a good job. There you go. Ukraine managed to gain ground in Ukraine as Russia faced off against Russia in Russia. Good, good headline. And that's they, our world report. They had fun in that one. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need to know, really. Yeah. And uh, that's good news, too. Yeah. Yeah, Russia should face off with Russia and Russia more often, so that Ukraine can mind their own business. Yeah, Yeah. that's uh, it is. uh, I guess the hot dog man is still alive, but what a weird, what an awkward Thanksgiving it's going to be over in Russia. Yeah, and they're doing a little bit of uh, hot potato with their uh, military leaders too, which is like this guy. You know, and we talked about that he was like really close friends with Putin, so maybe this actually had an effect. Yeah, it's it's very weird. I don't follow this too closely because everyone who does follow it super closely is completely fucking insane, <laughs> at yeah. least on Twitter. Yeah. And like you cannot you are either a hundred percent pro Ukraine and think every Russian like should die. Yeah. Or you are a conspiracy theorist who thinks Russia did nothing wrong. And uh, I just I avoid that shit like the fucking plague. Yeah, every once in a while it's like a, uh, it, it, seeing it on the Twitter timeline is like driving by and going. Wow. Yeah. There's just all these fucking people in like the U.S. Also, I avoid it because there's a lot of death videos that I do not want to see. Yeah, it's it's just upsetting all around. Uh, I, I, what's happening there is fucking horrible. Side That's my, my stance is that yes. this is bad and I wish it would end. Yes. Side note, have you inadvertently used Twitter's TikTok? No. So naturally, if you watch a video on Twitter, if you scroll up, it's like TikTok. It just shows you another video. Not necessarily one that was oh. next in line on the timeline. Um, it was just straight up like... It's a snuff app. It is... I've seen shit on there that I have been able to avoid for years. Look, I lived through the 4chan days. I lived through Rotten.com and yeah. Ogrish and all that shit. I've seen it all. I don't want to see it anymore. Yeah, it's not, um, not what I think of for fun. Twitter, I was like, oh, look, they got a... That's cool. Within, I don't know... 10 swipes, I was seeing some pretty fucking extreme content. Yeah, that's free speech. So, And constantly extreme content. Not like one in a couple other videos. Free speech, baby. Sounds like you hate free speech. It is gnarly. Yeah, it's, if there's not already, If there's not already like a fucking Mashable or someone's done an article about this, it's coming. Because it is insane. Tell Matt Bender. He'll be on the case. Yeah. I'm sure it already exists. Uh, anyways... Let's get to the next headline. Gay furries group hacks agencies in U.S. states attacking gender-affirming care. We love our gay furry comrades. Yeah. They, uh, you know, they might be up to some weird shit with the the whole furry thing, but they uh, they really come through. That's right. When, when you need them, when you least expect them. And still, to this day, I see at least once a week, some boomer or boomer politician bring up the fucking the cat litter box. Yeah, that was debunked two years ago. They bring it up so constantly. many times. It's like you are keeping the journalism uh, business alive by having by forcing them to do a fact check article about the yeah. fucking litter boxes every week. There was a school recently that banned any kind of like animal 
anything that could be confused with uh, yeah. trying to look like an animal, like right. cat ears or anything. Right, because, yeah, the only reason a child would have any clothing with anthropomorphic animals would be if they were a fully committed furry and not just a fucking kid watching, like, any cartoon. Yeah, it's so dumb. It's so stupid. Ugh. America. Gunman mugs woman before asking her out on Facebook. You was too pretty to rob. Romance isn't dead. Yeah. He robbed her, and he didn't even just find her on Facebook. He uh, he said, pull out your phone. All right. Type in my name. All right. Now hit add friend. All mm -hmm. right. Yep. Yep. You did it. All right. We'll be in touch. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, he's flirting it up with her, and she's just like, what the fuck do I do? Well, this man knows where I live, because he robbed me at home. And... Uh, <sighs> But yeah, he literally was like, oh, does he have like a fake name on Facebook? No, it's literally, literally his uh, government name. Still took the police like over a month to catch him, which um, I don't know. Seems like this could have been handled in an afternoon. You have all the information you need. But, um, police man, you know, please. that's that's just law enforcement. And, you know, they want to dot their I's and cross their T's and dot their I's and cross their T's and dot their lowercase J's as well. And then dot their I's and cross their T's again mm -hmm. and go to Dunkin Donuts and cross their I's and sit and just sit somewhere. Just relax. Yeah. yeah. Italian teacher sacked for 20 years of absence vows to defend herself. I think there's a story out of Europe, like every few weeks of someone who just didn't go to work for for like 20 Wait, hold years. on. Yeah. Like, how does this keep happening? It's I like, don't understand. Like, I know their labor protections are way better over there, but this yeah. still feels like something that should just not be possible. Here in America, you steal one slice of cheese every other day at work, and they wait 20 years yeah. until you've stolen enough you to charge a you with a fel dollars. felony. <laughs> yeah. Over in Europe, they're just they're taking 20-year vacations. Yeah. And they're like, ah. Well. I mean, yeah. What like, are we going to do? It's bad that this woman got paid to not work for 20 years at a job that is important. Yeah. But it's also equally bad. Like, you waited 20 years to go after. That's kind of on you at this point. And look, she's a teacher. A lesson was learned. Yeah. She taught them uh, she a, taught valuable them lesson. a valuable you lesson. You should pay more attention to yeah. who's not coming into work. You kind of let me do it. Yeah. Young Florida man charged with animal cruelty for using baby gator to shotgun a twisted tea. One of the more Florida headlines we've had in a long time. Yeah. So it just used, like, the gator's teeth yeah, to pop so, it? Yeah, he had the, the twisted tea, and, uh, yeah, he, the baby gator had that. Usually you'd use, like, a key or a knife, and he just had the gator bite the bottom of the can, thus allowing the, uh, the airflow yeah. when he popped it, and then the gator, scared to death, had its teeth still on the can, so he's... Holding the can, Animal the gator's piece. just, uh, yeah, it's not cool. No. And, like, he put the can down, and the gator, like, all the gator experts, they're like, yeah, if the gator should have immediately run away, but he just, like, stood there. So it's like, the gator was in shock. This was animal abuse. It's very bad, but it's totally, totally a thing Florida that would thing happen in Florida. Yeah. And that, that guy's going to get the death roll one day. He, he, he's going to, gator's going to, just like the orca's going to remember, and they're going to snag yeah. him by the ankle one day and start spinning. He, he shotgunned that twisted tee with a gator and then immediately jumped off the pier to go and ride a manatee. Oof. Oof. <laughs> that's a... That, that, that's a... Uh, apparently... I, we talked about, like, that's yeah. a... I heard that as a real story as a kid, but apparently is a vast urban legend in uh, Florida. But I, Jumping onto a dead manatee and just, like, falling And falling through it? Yeah, yeah. Because it's just rotting in the sun on the top. Uh, it, it blew my mind when I found out that 
I wasn't the only one that had had that experience. And I was like, oh, you know Brian too? They're like, no. Uh, no, this is another guy that did it up in the, the panhandle. Unless mm, people are doing this all the time. Yeah, it might just be one of those things. It's a rite of passage down there. Yeah. It's like a Florida bar mitzvah. You, you jump on a dead manatee and swim out of its guts. Yeah. And then you're a man. A Florida man. That's when you, you go from being a Florida boy to being a Florida man. Yeah. I'm going to ride that manatee. Oh, here he goes. Another guy trying to ride a manatee. Yeah. Watch what, watch what happens. Shotgun this twisted T first. Yeah. Get your energy up. Speaking of Florida, though, Florida cop parents allegedly handcuffed, jailed, three-year-old son for potty training trouble. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, I I guess three is like you should be you should be using the toilet or the child toilet. The potty. The potty by three. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it, it could it sometimes it takes longer. Um I would imagine, look, I'm not a parent, but I would imagine, I was, I was a baby once. Yeah. And I would imagine that um, a more delicate approach is probably, probably the way you want to go. You don't want to um, uh, arrest your son and put the, put the child in literal jail at your work to um, scare the kid straight. It's probably not something the kid has a ton of control over. Um, but you know, I, I guess that's just that kind of tough love you get when both your parents are cops and this will totally not manifest itself in all sorts of weird, uh, subconscious psychological ways in this child's life. Yeah. Also, Jesus Christ. also out of Florida, Rick Scott made it official. No socialists and no communists allowed yeah, in Florida. Banned. In a, in a, again, s- seemingly serious video. Yeah. Which you know, you would hopefully assume that this is like a joke or whatever, but he's a representative for the state of Florida saying that Florida is not welcoming to socialists or communists. And that's, by the way, it's not like you're walking in with a hammer and sickle and being like, hello, comrade or whatever. It's Uh just, that's a blanket term for whoever they don't like. Yeah. I mean, if that were to be, uh, enforced, it it could go very poorly. I'm reading a book about the Third Reich right now, and uh, you know, similar similar rules were put in into yeah. place in the early 1930s, and um, yeah, it wasn't, but he's like wasn't he, so cut and dry. He's he's it's weird because the wink isn't hey we're all in on the joke. The wink is no, I'm serious. Yeah, treat people badly if they you know if you want to because we're Florida, we're different. Uh, thing is though, like if you've ever actually been registered with the Communist Party of the USA and like a couple other parties, you are literally in pretty much every state and at the federal level, like banned mm-hmm. from doing, uh, having like any job in the government. Yeah. It's just a holdover from the old days. And, you know, we liked it so much that we kept it. So what a, we, we love living in the land of free. I, I love the idea of like, though, uh, how extreme you want to get with it, but like uh, tourists coming from like countries where their government is communism or socialism from from uh countries where wherever yeah if you're and, like and a chinese to like, businessman going, going to walt disney world <laughs> yeah like oh i can't go or like even someone from like finland or whatever they consider right, like yeah they anything anything to like the left of like canada hell, in, in, or in, even canada in itself. rick scott like rick scott's mind like yeah. canadians are socialists yeah having universal health care like yeah. that you are a communist you can't come to disney world or or whatever so yeah they should try to actually they should do this i it would be a lovely great thing for the florida economy yeah which <laughs> uh, 
a lot of Canadians. Yeah. Who come down there to survive snow winters. Yeah. So well, we'll see how that works out. Anyway, that's our episode. Um, if you want some cringe. Oh, boy. Do we have the cringe for you? We talked about the apology of the year. Non-apology of the year. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's you just got to see it. I'm sure you've seen it already, but we talk about it. That Miranda sings, Amanda sings, whatever her name is. <laughs> she pulled out her ukulele and did a thing. Uh, and uh, also a video about uh, who would win, one janitor or 20 years worth of scientific research. The results will shock you. That's right. Check out both of those videos. Subscribe to the channel. Leave a like. Leave a like. Leave a comment. Have a wonderful, uh, you know, if you celebrate, <laughs> a wonderful Independence Day week, weekend. Uh, we'll be back a little bit later next week, Wednesday or something like that. You know, yeah. we're, we're celebrating. And uh, uh, we'll see you soon. Have a, have a great time. Don't blow yourself up. Be safe. Stay inside. Watch our videos instead. Do whatever you want. Get the, all the fireworks you need is by... Hitting right that, like that like button. Bye-bye. Bye.